this week on Take Warning Podcast. You'd think anything that's made out of stone seems to wear away. Look at the pyramids and, and the Sphinx and yeah, but, the marble yeah, statues. But that was Greece. made with alien technology. We can't compare that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but if it was alien technology, desert. how come it deteriorated over 3,000 years? It took 3,000 years for it to deteriorate, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use whatever they were using. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're back. Or we just started. Or welcome. Hi, everybody, on this next episode. That's what you should be saying. <laughs> episode that's three. a good Here radio go. voice nailed that greg oh, maybe you're the, the leading guy try that again yeah no, i i can't do it because once i do it then i like fuck up the words like i speak like you when i'm put on the spot but but try welcome, again. everybody try back to this next episode uh, see, now you're trying too hard that first see, like a, saying. just quick vocal warm-up go ivermectin who me or duper you, you. do the I, same I, thing i i i i ivermectin now bring us in ivermectin Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. There we go. Perfect. Uh, too high pitched. I, know. I like, like somebody kicked you in the balls. I like Hi, everybody. Right Welcome to this next episode of the Take Warning Podcast. Almost, but a little bit too much Greg. of a pause. I am here with Rick and Lee <laughs> no, stop, and stop, Duper. Stop with the William what? Chetner. What? No, you got to like William Chetner in. now. What is All this right. the first time people uh, have listened to us? We never introduce ourselves ever. That is true. So uh, I'm Rick. I'm a she was he this week. Um, <laughs> we've got Gregus. We've got Dusty. And uh, Lee, who is a let me see them tid D's. Let me. It's like tid dies. Tid dies. It does. It's the, does the, let me see them tid dies. Yeah. It's a little off, but it's okay. Tid-dies. We know what he's trying to say. <laughs> tid dies. So I, uh, we've talked about it on the show already uh, plenty, but uh, I went to the, I went to the doctors and when I when I got the diagnosis, I realized this is eating at me. So this is what I wanted to talk about. The doctor, um, we were talking about like my foot, and I'm like, dude, I don't understand like how this happened. I'm I'm active. I'm always on my feet. Da 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 da. And he's like, dude, you're old. And he's like, just think about you know you're getting older. This is what happens as you get older. This is life, right? And so I started thinking about that. And then my stupid analytical mind doesn't stop thinking about that. So I go and look up the average you know, average lifespan is 72, which means the median age is 36. I'm turning 42 in two days. And um, youngin, I'm past my halfway point. My expiration date is closer than I thought it was. So I've been, <laughs> I've had, it's funny, the conversation that I've had, I, I've been telling Rachel about it, like, you know, I'm, I'm past it. Like I'm past midlife. I, I didn't even realize that I passed it. And, you know, statistically, and you see people like the dude from Smash Mouth at 56, people at 49, 48. Uh, we're getting there. We're close to those ages, right? 60. Yeah, it, it's happening. And so in my mind, I'm having a bit of a, what I'm calling my id, right? If anybody has ever read Freud, you've got the ego, superego, and the id. Um, my id is now just the uh, inevitable demise. <laughs> That's what I've been calling it. Because I, I don't know why, but I haven't been able to shake like, is this my midlife crisis? Is this happening? Where I'm like, holy shit, it's it's coming. We're here. Can be. Well, what does your therapist say? You allow it. I mean, well, most... uh, to to share the HIPAA. <laughs> Let me read the uh, definition of HIPAA laws. All right. Get get HR in the call. 
Nah, um, you're not protected price. by HIPAA if you voluntarily disclose it. What what I would say is, um, you, man, because because I I guess I started with that a few years ago, is realizing that you know we are on that other side. Yeah, we have we have less uh, ahead of us than we do behind us. But I mean, that's also based on your perspective, right? I mean, do we still have twenty working years ahead of us? Right. I mean, which could be just twenty years left anyway. I mean, tomorrow you could die. Exactly. Tomorrow you could How die. How fucked is that? <laughs> so, Rick, are you worried what about leaving matter? a legacy behind? Is that your struggle that you haven't left a legacy a behind so far? So, I mean, there's the selfish part of me that's like, I want to see my daughter live until she's 90, and I want to see my son do amazing things. And that's not legacy part. It's just these are people that I love very, very much. And some people know that I'm, you know, I've, my well we know actually you know it's funny um <laughs> that's crazy i didn't even think about it until right right now when we're talking about this it's september 12th um this is the day that my uncle benny passed away in 2018 mm-hmm. so from als so we had to struggle with watching the healthiest man alive right we've talked about that the greatest fucking dude um pass away from a debilitating disease and now i'm taking care of another family member with dementia which is a long goodbye as well. And so maybe it's, it's all of that hitting me at the same time and dealing, you know, and I don't know if anybody else ever, I'm sure everybody else deals with this at some point, but watching the people that you love the most age to the point where they're going to go and then realizing you're going to be in that position too with your own kids someday, hopefully a long way away, but not long enough. It, it eats at me. And that's the, that, you know, that, that, and then of course the selfish part of me is I'm not Napoleon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not fucking Julius Caesar. I'm nobody. So a uh, hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, I never mattered. And that's pretty hard to, you know, when you start grasping the, the little speck of time that we're actually there and all of the history of, of the, this, this world and this universe, it doesn't matter. So it's like weird because that shit's just hitting me right now. It's a weird way to think. I've never thought that way. So I'll tell you, even with those great men, uh, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, uh, Julius Caesar, they all seem immortal, right? Because they they live on in legend, but nobody knows who they are, right? Not not a single one of us knows who they actually were. That 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 is even no matter how great how great of a height that you achieve, you will be forgotten. Every one of us will be who you truly were, um, and so that's the reason why I don't think you can dwell on that at all. But I want the legend. But the legend well, doesn't Rick, matter. Why so don't here's, you just... here's, here's, where the, here's where it matters. Is your daughter, right? Your legacy, your son. What did they say about you? Did you help them in their life make the most out of their lives in the future and, and be good, productive human beings and mentally well, right? Did you provide as best as you could for them and, and give them all the love and support that you could have? That's what life is, is not about your legacy. Your it's legacy is right here generation. around you. I, I agree with you 100%. It's all around you. And it's not just the next generation. It's your, it's your loved ones that, that you're but dealing this is, with. This is what, that's why I let off with my kids. Because yeah. I think about my kids first. And I want to be there for my kids as long as I can, right? And I would hope that my kids would want me to be there as long as I can. I wanted my uncle to be there as long as possible. Right. I want my 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 grandmother to, to be there as long as possible, right? But... Mm-hmm realistic you know being real that's not going to happen keeps and so you real. have to come to that grasp right what greg so it keeps it real 
yeah i don't know so maybe I, I call bullshit you're not important enough until you get some marble and you make a marble bust and put it in front of your house or maybe in downtown antelope valley or whatever so everybody can you know <laughs> antelope valley of la county or county or wherever you want to put it you know um, put it in the getty what lasts longer marble or like brass or like bronze oh i don't know I mean, you would think I'm that guessing they would marble last. Marble seems to kind of last. Well, I mean, I don't know. How Some... long is that chair going to last you, buddy? Um, this one? Yeah. Well, the longer I can't go to the gym because of my foot, it's not going to last long. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on a, uh, it's got a shelf life with my fat ass. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel right now. I think that we all fall into that temptation of comparing ourselves to our neighbors as well, far too often. Right. And, and when I say neighbors, I mean, nowadays with social media, and, and before that television and, and before that books right um we compare ourselves way too much with with people around us uh what you learn and and the older you get the more successful people you know right i think we can all agree with that on our ends right they're not happy man there's a and that's not okay some of them are happy all right but wealth and fame and all that perceived success that we see out there doesn't necessarily make a man happy uh, or woman or or it no women they women don't have that strength that's what um <laughs> but happiness isn't always in things or in your legacy right so I, I i would suggest just looking for that within yourself and, and what you can do and what you can hold on to don't hey, rick have you or have you guys seen that um that docu-series on Netflix thing's called Blue Zones, I think. It just where, came out, right? Yeah. Um, check it out. It's actually pretty interesting. This About dude people um, that lived over a hundred or something. Yep. And he went to like these zones across the globe of, you know, that have the highest generation of people who live into their nineties to hundreds and, and what they did and, and things like that. It's very yeah, I, I knew about the town in there's a town in Japan, right? Or somewhere in Asia. I thought it was Japan. Where, yeah, everybody lives over 100, like the yeah. whole community. So I'm guessing low stress levels. Probably. So, uh, a lot, well, it's, 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 so he went to seven different countries, right? So, and each one was a little bit different. Um, but like some common denominators there were one was community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that was huge because when you can rely on each other for community and, and, you know, just be out there to get out and do things, like that was also part of it um you know, which, which is a huge hindrance within our society currently and, and I, I think that that actually leads to a lot of the mental health is that community is not online that right. that's not true community right i mean we I, I actually do get some community from this um but that's because we're having direct conversations but posting things on instagram uh things of that sort that that's not community facebook is not community no. uh get out and, and actually see family and friends and, what and what about a hundred um group texts because I feel like I have a hundred group texts. No, I actually, think some I, of those I, 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 I would actually say that that actually adds anxiety at times. Sometimes, right? Because if you're on too many chats on and too many text groups, well, then now you feel a responsibility to constantly be responding to all these different groups, and then at times that can actually add a lot of anxiety to your life because it's more than just um, texting back and forth. It's about being in another person's presence as well, and I think that that's the reason why marriage is so important too which, you know, three guys, all three guys are married. So I, I think that adds to that community, right? I, I think being alone is not, it's not the best thing for men's life. What, what were the artifacts? 
Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to like remember them all, but I know that like a part of it too was, um, was, um, like staying active obviously was a part yeah. of it. We, um, that's old a, wisdom, right? Like that know, old wisdom of a body emotion stays emotion. Like, like they had a dude who was, I think in, it wasn't Cuba. It was some Latin, I think Peru, some mm-hmm. Latin American country. And he was like in his eighties and nineties still farming every day yeah, like absolutely. getting on his horse farming and and they were like well do you have anything saved for retirement and he's like no i have no money he's like he's like i'll work i'll you know i'll you know hang out do what i do and then you know i'll retire when i die you know part of it, a lot and, of it is and so society. i would also ask you with that guy um in that documentary did he see that as a burden no no he saw it as a blessing right so the he fact that he was job. able to wake up every day yeah. it's not even that he loved his job is that he he loved his routine and he but loved it was, his he's life, also a Garian, right? so it was like his family. Right, it's his own farm, right? Right. Like well, and, yeah. and he's able to provide through his farm, right? He's yeah. it, it. It might not be the work itself that you love, but it's it's the contributing to the society or the family, whatever that immediate reward is, that gives you purpose and meaning. I think. What about uh, what about the like ecological economical zones they live in, like? Being in a, a temperate climate probably helped, I'm assuming. He talked about he, not so much like the weather or the climate. It was about like the society support their older people, right? And and do they go and create like these zones, like you said, or, or like have these incentives? Um, they also talked about family too. Well, like, well, okay, like yeah, staying, yes, yes, because I was, was going to ask you about that. When they're supporting the older people in, in the community, is it the government doing that or family? Um, Both. So like, like in some areas like Rick, um, and he actually, um, like Rick talked about the community in Japan. Um, and then obviously where they got, like, it's basically like a shopping mall and like an apartment living zone. So basically like anything they need is in that zone. Right. Um, and there's also like sports facilities and stuff like that. I think they did an experiment too, um, like in Michigan, I think a couple years ago, um that talked about like having things close by right like having like not relying on like vehicle transportation and having things like to where you're forced to walk to where you need to go within you know within a good amount of distance and we're not talking about like you know forcing people to walk miles a day or whatever but obviously the more that they walk to get to the resources they need to they also live longer food was a little bit part of it for some areas um, but he said like community and like the family presence, right? Like, like, and I think that's a part of it too. Like how many of our families are not close by, right? How many of us have families that are all across the nation or all across the globe that yeah. but like, I, and I'll do prime example for me, right? Like I have probably one of the smallest families here and they live in Arizona, uh, well, Arizona, like one person, two people live there. Two people live in North Carolina. Um, one lives in New Mexico and the the other like six or seven live in Ohio. Right. Like and so I never see any of my actual nuclear family, so to speak, whereas in those areas, it's all about the family. The family's consistently doing things together. You got kids who live and support their elders. Um, so, you know, not to, I mean, it, it was like a whole like seven or eight you know, episode series. Um, so, so sounds, go check it out on Netflix. It's very interesting. I actually like, like it came from a book, right? Yeah. yeah. It came from a book. Men's health actually did an article about the nine things people in blue zones do to live longer. Um, move naturally. 
that she said not to go to the gym. Uh, no, fuck that. Go to the oh, gym. Yeah, he did talk about that because, uh, um, because moving naturally is healthier and it's less risk of injury. That's why. Yeah, so, uh, look at Stallone. He looks amazing. Hit the gym, guys. Uh, <laughs> look at my biceps. Your biceps like this. I'm going to live to 120. I'm duper. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think movement is probably the key there, right? Just staying active and not finding balance within that movement. Because you don't want to... A sedentary lifestyle, we know, leads to heart disease, things of that sort. Uh, I, I think staying busy is important. Have a purpose was the other one, which we kind of oh, alluded yeah. to. Yeah, was that, I that's overlooked the, that one. That's the farmer, right? That's the guy who has purpose. Uh, it's You got to find things outside of yourself. Uh, many of us can find that in, in I mean and God and religion, things of that sort, manage, manage stress. That's a big one. Um, of course, stress, uh, leads to inflammation, high blood pressure, and possibly heart attacks. According to this article, uh, they say running, meditating, or tackling a DIY project. I, I would say handling stress is, is very mental as well. You gotta, you gotta build your, yourself up mentally in order to be ready for pitfalls and I, I cannot talk about the stoics enough one of the Epictetus talks about your imagination running wild most of the time stress and anxiety come from things that are imagined so it's not actually what happens in front of you it's what could happen that causes the audio anxiety and then once you actually see that that event unfold and that happens it's usually nowhere near the level that that you created in your head so that entire time you have that elevated blood pressure, you have all that, that, that chemical running through your body, just because at the beginning, you weren't able to calm yourself down and say, okay, now I need to analyze the possibilities of what could happen here, right? It's not that just go into things blindly. It's about not assuming the worst. You can project the worst. You can figure out what, what the scenarios are going to be, but then figure out a way to address those scenarios. Don't just dwell on hopelessness. Um, don't but, even tell your stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, well, I think community and family help with that too, right? Absolutely. Like, right. like if you trust your community um, and you trust like your family, like, because I, I know like you guys are a bunch of assholes, but I know like if I'm dealing with some shit, like I right. know I can come to any of you and be like, dude, I'm fucked in the head right now. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with mm -hmm. that. Right. And can vent. And then also, you know, not only that. But I can give if I'm like if I don't know what to do in a certain scenario, I can give it to you guys and you guys can come back with 15 different answers that can right. help me out. Right. Yeah. Like and when you're lonely and sedentary, like you don't necessarily have that. Right. All you have is your so, imagination and you're going to create yeah. all these crazy scenarios and and Google and that can be a good <laughs> yeah. or a bad thing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And friend, friends is very important. And Seneca actually talks about how and, and uh, Seneca is kind of a controversial person, but. He talks about, you don't, you, you can have friendships and friends and the difference is friends. You can say to them, anything that's on your mind, whatever is on your mind, you can actually say that, right? You don't have to hold back. And thankfully, maybe that's where our brotherhood quote unquote comes in. Brotherhood, that, brotherhood brother. We don't have Biceps. to hold back. We don't have to hold back. Right. I mean, there's times we have disagreements. There's times that we say, very mean things to one another. Uh, whenever I show my girlfriend some of her messages, she's like, I don't know how you guys are friends. My <laughs> wife says the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but they just perhaps, 
perhaps that is because we have a true friendship where we don't necessarily have to hold back what we say to one another. Right. And so that's important. Um, the next one was don't eat until you're stuffed. Yeah. He talked about that a lot too. Um, but he said also that their diets too. Um, and God, I suck at all this. I can't remember it, but he did talk about to where they get fuller quicker based upon their diets. But I think he talked about where they'll only eat to where they're 80% full, not a hundred percent full. Um, there, there's another Roman guy. I can't euphorious. I think euphorious. Um, he talked about that too, about satisfaction isn't necessarily in, in the eating it's in the reward from the eating. Right. So it doesn't really matter what you're eating. It's, um, you can find happiness by just not overindulging. Right. So the feeling of, of being full is what makes you happy. It's not necessarily the eating that makes you happy, right? right. So, uh, eat less meat. That was a thing on her, on her. Her. Did, did they talk about that? Less um, meat? it was a part of the diet thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but he didn't focus on saying like eat like no red meat. He just kind of talked yeah, just about they're less. different. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't. Know. It depends on. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, sorry, Rick, Depends maybe not to hijack your Anyways, thing, I'm going to die, guys, and that's what yeah. I'm concerned about. But go check out that documentary, man, because maybe you can get some tips for it, and then you can outlive all of us, well, uh, which is what you want anyway with your statue and shit. Well, the other ones were uh, enjoy alcohol in moderation, belong to a community, and then prioritize family family time. Those, those were going nine issues. Do we know anybody that can make a statue? <laughs> you have enough money you can... I don't have enough money. I hope like the IRS, like any of these kind, you know, companies that or or agencies are like, hmm, he's got money. Let's look into that guy. I hope they don't actually listen to this. Um, Well, with our average views, I I think we have a long way to go before we. Okay, good, 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 good. (laughs) I don't need the man after me for bullshit. By the way, I love everybody who listens to our show. Thank you. (laughs) Good dozens. What? It's a good say. <laughs> and the dozens and the dozens. Uh, is uh is the rock still on the shit list? I wanted to ask you guys that. I don't, know. I don't follow the rock. Well, he's young. He follows people on Instagram all the time. He's not young. He's over the hill too. He's past thirty six. Ooh, thanks for reminding me there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> You've passed your midlife too. Let me let me ask you a question. If you would have known, like, let's say somehow there was a way to mystically know. You have 72 years. Would you do more or less of the stupid shit you did when you were more. younger? More. Not saying you know how you're going to live those 72 years. You just know that you have until 72. Oh, I so would I, live I my I life. live it out in a wheelchair as a paraplegic. You could live it out in a wheelchair with no liver. You know, you never know. More. Okay. I would do I'm guaranteed exactly. 72 years. Doesn't matter what I do when I'm fucking 20. That depends, a point. that mean, depends if on knows... if you're talking about me today or 20 year old me, right? 20 year old me would have been going crazy out there. Um, me today, I think I'm, I'm more mentally balanced. So I, I would just try to live each day as well as I could. We get it. Try dude, to find spiritual. Purpose. Blah, blah, blah. You would have gone you. more. You would have been on the more side. I love you. Dude. You know what I would have done? I wouldn't have done more. Stupid Deeper, I'm shit, telling like... you that I love you and you won't tell me back. 
Well, because you just blah 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 me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, I, like, I, I would have done more. We're, we're, we're at a neutral point right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> more activities. That's what I would have done. Not more drinking, not more partying, all that bullshit. I would have done more activities. I would have found a way to do more of that. Why? Why dwell on the past? Like why I'm even not dwelling think about on the past? I'm just. It was just an interesting question that was asked to me. Like, would you have done more? I'm like, I don't know, man. I, so your midlife crisis is making you regret things. I don't regret. I don't have any regrets in my in my life. I, I just know. sent you a text, regrets. Rick. Do you want to read it? My uh, everything I did in my life was it's an hard to read, good or read. bad. You know, so I don't have a regret for it. It's just a it's an education. Yeah, I wouldn't. Put? I wouldn't live my life any differently than what I have lived it. Oh you my know? god, TLDR, duper. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's why I didn't want to read it. Uh, but well, you want Rick to read it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know why he wants me to read it. I get it. You want me to really read it? I'll read yeah, it. Yeah, read it. Just because it, 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 it's directly about what we're talking about. So Casting aside right other things, hold to the precious few. And besides, bear in mind that every man lives only in the present, which is an indivisible point, and that all the rest of his life is either past or is uncertain. Brief is man's life and small the nook of the earth where he lives. Brief, too, is the longest posthumous fame. Posthumous. Posthumous, sorry. Posthumous. See, now I just dupered it. Buoyed. I could say buoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Only by a succession of poor human beings who will very soon die and who will know little of themselves, much less of someone who died long ago. Marcus Aurelius. So that covers everything we just talked about today. Um, Does it? Oh, a lot. Of, I didn't even understand the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Buoyed. So let me just start over there. Buoyed only by a succession of poor human beings. So and, and so you can't change the past, right? You can't do anything about the past. No, but you got to appreciate. So it. you definitely have to appreciate. <laughs> it. You definitely have to learn from it. Don't right? regret it. Just I just saw the, the, just saw the blumpkin on no. a pumpkin thing. So, so I, just, my bad. I set the blumpkin on a pumpkin. So, <laughs> so sit here and and. I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing that they can to ponder, right? But I, I don't think it really matters. I, I think I agree with Greg. Is I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm at today, and I can't change anything in the past, so I want to change anything. No, I, that's, I just I thought it was an it? interesting question to, uh, to ask. And, and then the future, when it comes to worrying about death and things of that sort, you don't know when you're going to die. You don't know how you're going to die. You don't know how tomorrow is going to work out. I mean, any one of us can get in a car accident and lose a leg tomorrow, right? That will drastically affect the, the rest of our lives. Would you want to know how you die? Um, no, I, I don't think I care. Does knowing I how care. I die include the exact date and time? Well, that'd be when. So can I, sh- I think I shared my story with you I, guys. I, I which... think, well, let me finish my thought real quick. Right. You have to worry about the current, right? You have to worry about what you can do in this stay moment. Stay in the present. Yes. Stay in the present, right? And, and don't worry about the future or the past. Just stay in the present. And, and because if you dwell in the past, well, then that's not healthy. You can't well, change who's, it. Nobody said they were dwelling on the past. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just speaking. Okay. I'm not yeah. saying you specifically. Um, and then we're <laughs> trying to change the past. It means anyway. the snowflake, Rick. And then to worry about the future and things of that sort, that's completely out of your control. The only thing within your control is what you do in this moment, right? And try to make those positive moments and have some purpose and some meaning and try to find some positivity and uh, move forward as best as you can every day. So then your future can be as bright as possible. Lee. Yes. Would you want to know how you die? Yeah, why not? Greg, what were you going to say? 
So I think I think I shared this with you, but I've had like a couple of different like experiences in my life. Um, one, when I was a kid, like I was probably 10, 11 years old, had a dream and I still remember it vividly and it's very long. But basically some present, I, I thought it was God, right? Couldn't really see him. But it was just a bright light. Took me to heaven, hell and the end of the world, right? Showed me those things, right? And then... Showed me everything. And then I left that dream saying, well, when am I going to see you next? Right. Meaning like implying, like, when am I going to die? Right. And he said sometime in your thirties. So I lived my entire life, especially through my thirties, shitting bricks that I was going to die in my thirties. Right. Um, and it didn't happen. Thank God. But I kind of look at that experience. Or as, maybe it did. No. Oh. Oh. Greg, here's the real question. What if he meant the 2030s? Oh. Ooh. Well, thanks, Rick. Oh, hey, okay, Rick. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. So I'm going to say that like, everything, everything is now borrowed time, but fuck you, Rick. <laughs> oh, my God. You just ruined this man's next 20 years. Enjoy that All for right. the next 20 years, yeah. bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, um, He's turning red. He's so happy. But, but then, <laughs> I know. Rick. Oh my god! Rick, like Rick is going to be the Grim Reaper. That's his legacy. It's so fucking hot in my room right now. I don't, the AC is just because you're off. laughing so hard. You're so proud of that troll. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just so happy you ruined Greg's life. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes yeah, there's going to be like, you know what? I don't want you talking to Rick anymore. He's a piece. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. After hearing that, yeah. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast or watch it. So but maybe I'll make this a YouTube short and then she'll probably watch it through that on TikTok or something. So that's such a weird concept. Such a weird concept. Why? You know why death is weird? Why? Because it is the only consistent guarantee we all have in life that we all try to spend as much time as we can avoiding. What? Very, very true. What and and different cultures around the world embrace death differently, right? Right. Like us in the United States, overall, we're we're afraid of death, right? Where you go to other countries, and you know they embrace it, right? Especially yeah. in in you know in places where they believe in reincarnation, right? Like God, oh, death, fuck you! I'm just gonna be reincarnated anyway, so screw it. You know. Or what is it? Uh, isn't that uh, what the Day of the Dead's about too? They live. No, that's forever. about uh, commuting with those that have passed. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Shows you how much I read up on that shit. <laughs> it's well, you, when you're Mexican, yeah. they like basically just mail you uh, the info packet when you're born. So, you know, Oh, okay. That's but, where I went wrong. But you, even, even in those cultures that, that embrace death, right. And, and believe in reincarnation, um, they still believe in things beyond that as well. Cause like Buddhists actually believe that, that you can re reach Nirvana. Right. And so, so you're talking about afterlife. They, They've proven it. Yeah. And so you have to you have to reach a level of perfection within your life that that um that that gets you that ability for nirvana. And that that's very difficult to live up to. I mean that the things that they have to do to, to reach that. You know what's crazy? Um that's one of the common correlations uh between all religions, right? Um, because there's if you look at all religions, there's a lot of it intertwines. A lot mm. of it is the same, right? Um, from all parts of the world, which you have two different ways of looking at that, right? From a skeptical person, you're saying, okay, well, obviously it's all the same story. It's just told a different way in different regions um, because someone wrote it 
a billion years before we knew. Or there's the other side that says, ooh, maybe there's something there. And we're all kind of seeing the same thing, just telling it a different way, right? But it's interesting that that's one of those major correlations is that in order to get to the afterlife, you have to be exceedingly perfect to this standard that's written in that religion to the point where it's all it's it it is impossible and they tell you well you're you're no matter how hard you try you're you're bad you're a sinner you're this you know because you're not going to be able to reach that pinnacle except for a few people in the past muhammad right uh the gandhi you know stuff like that where it's like okay well Uh, these guys i don't know you know they they reach their pinnacle they're they're more perfect than the rest of us the prophets with the mormons um that's it's interesting that that's just a common correlation with most religions. Can I share another religious experience? I've only really had two in my life, and that was my first one. Um, can I share my second one with you? Maybe you remember this, Rick. But um, before I went to Iraq the second time, right, like six months leading up to that deployment, right, like I kept having visions of me getting blown up. Yes, right? I remember you me talking getting about blown this. up, me getting blown up. And yeah. I remember talking to you about it. Dupe, you were deployed, so I didn't. And Lee, I don't know. I might have told you, Lee. I don't remember. But I remember specifically being shit face fucking drunk. Like you guys are about to take me to LAX, you know, or 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 no, no. At that time, you guys are about to take me to the airport, or whatever. And I remember pulling you aside yeah. and saying, like, Rick, I'm gonna get blown up, and like just out of nowhere. And you're like, No, you're not, dude. You're gonna be fine. Fucking, I'm like, No, dude. I'm gonna get fucking blown up, bro. And like literally two months go by, I get blown up. And the craziest part about it is the visions that I had in my head everything from where the site was the the trucks the explosion itself the sights the sounds everything was identical to the actual factual thing when i got blown up so do you think that's precognition or do you think that's religious i think it's both but here is the thing like i knew i was going to be fine because um you know another best friend of mine his mom heavily religious and like she anointed me before I deployed, like with holy water and put like a cross on my forehead and stuff like that. And I knew I was like, okay, I'm going to get blown up. And obviously I was thinking it like, fuck, like any, I mean, I can lose limbs, I can die, but I knew also that like I was going to survive it and I was going to be fine. And then, but it was weird that when it happened, I was thinking to myself the whole time, like, fuck, it actually fucking happened. And here I am. I'm thinking my face is fucking blown off and all this shit, you know, and obviously I survived. But it trips me out that literally, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there were subtle differences and, you know, between the visions I was having. But it was damn near identical to what I was seeing to when it happened. Right. Uh, and I, I had it. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, you know, I had a moment like that with uh my very first car remember i had my subaru impreza yep. remember i rolled that that fucking thing so i i kept having dreams where i rolled it right with two two of the girls that i was with right when when i rolled it both pregnant yes and <clears throat> um when i did roll it right both of those uh girls were with me but one of their brothers decided to come with me that day Right. And he wasn't in my dreams. And when uh, the dust was settled and all that stuff, and I went and looked at the car right at the junkyard later on to get pictures of it and everything for the insurance and all this other shit, not only did we all get hurt, you know, I had a piece of glass on the outside of my head, all that stuff. The two, the two others that were with me got severely injured. 
her brother walked away completely unscathed. Right. We rolled the car like five times. Wow. And when I went back to the junkyard and looked at the car, the entire car was demolished except for where he was sitting. That 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 door panel, that part of the roof, everything, the window, all intact. It was fucking weird, man. It's crazy, right? Weird it's crazy. shit. He wasn't, I mean, he wasn't supposed to be there. I, I shared that. Yeah, that, that's weird. Um, that motherfucker was real. The, uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'm getting I mean, off I, this plane. I, well, I, I'm getting out of this car. Uh, I mean, I, I shared a dream after Spencer passed away, right? And, and that was me confronting my anxiety around death. And, mm -hmm. and it is about reining that in as much as you can and, and realizing that that is out of control. Um, and, and I talked about the shackles and when Greg was trying to murder me, uh, and, and I couldn't hurt him at the beginning, but then once I, I, I was able to grab control of what I could control, well, then the dream no longer, the, the antagonist had no power over me at that time. Um, that is way out of our control. We can't control that. Uh, and, and so the, the difference though, is that like, at least for me, like I was seeing this before the fact. And I, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't right, right, right. my trauma, like, trust me, I dealt with my own trauma. No, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm looking this, but I'm transitioning dreams. Uh, it's all, back it's all visions. It, it's weird about. that yeah. you bring that up, dude, because I, um, I never had a precog like these guys did yeah, yeah, yeah. where I could see right. it, but I distinctly remember, and, and this is when I was okay. Um, it took about a year and a half. I was struggling with Benny for a solid year and a half where it was really yeah. bad. Um, and I had a dream and didn't realize it was a dream. Right. But I, was I got to come and sit down and we were just talking, but he was talking to me like he's just been hanging out. He understands where I'm at and, and, you know, letting me know he was, he was proud of me. I'm going to be okay. I, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, he gave me that pep talk that I would normally get from him mm -hmm. just to let me know it's, you know, it's all good, man. And, and then I just woke up and I had this sense of peace. And it was the first time I had a sense of peace in like 18 months from a crazy fucking vision like in my dream. So it's weird how your your mind does that, right? Like right. It, it gives you what you need maybe, and, or right. I don't know, or it tells the future. What if we could tell the future if we just knew how to unlock that in our brain? Would we want to? I mean, Minority Report. Well, I mean, I'm sure uh, Elon Musk is trying to get there with Neuralink. I mean, would you want to know the future? Because I mean, okay, so if, if you could just imagine the future and, and then you would know the future, would you ever live in the present? Good question. Hmm. I think there's stuff that you would want to know. If I mean, here's the, this comes down you to can fate. never truly. Can you change the, the future if you know that kind of stuff? Like that's 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 a that's a conundrum there, right? If I know, hey, if you don't quit smoking, you're going to have lung cancer in ten years, and and you're not going to make it past that. But if you quit smoking now, <laughs> you know you can get out of it, yeah, and that won't but, happen. But I like how you said what, that. What, and you what about yeah, yeah. I what cough about because I, my, my allergies are off. It's what, what, the AC's now on. Like, what, what, what about the art side of that spectrum where you find out that you're going to live to 100 and you're smoking, right? And you can smoke that whole way up. But yeah. what you don't find out in that that dream is that you're going to live a lesser lifestyle, right? You're going to have health issues your whole time, like kind of like you alluded to earlier, right? I mean, you don't really know the the the, the consequences, all of the consequences, right? Like. Right. Even if you know when death is going to happen, you don't know that path, right? And that's where life is. Life is right now. Life is looking at you in this moment. And, and to worry about 
the past. Actually, you're looking at me in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> but to try to live anywhere else is is insufficient, and and it's only going to lead to anxiety, and it's only going to lead to an uh, unhealthy mental mindset. I mean, you can you definitely need a goal set, right? A hundred percent. But even in goal setting, you can't just have these lofty ideas out there and, and think, okay, I'm going to be a millionaire and you know, next year. No, fuck that. You better have a plan today to be that millionaire in a year, right? Because you're not going to reach that million dollars if you're not doing anything today. It's all about the today. Um, and so whatever your goals are in the future, you do have to set goals, but it's really about what you're doing in the present moment. Greg, I need one thing from you during that. I'm here for you, dude. I can't create visions though. I need you. (laughs) I need you to insert, uh, what, What's his name from from uh, Transformers? Why are you tickling the balls right yeah, now? Yeah, why were you doing this? What is this? I don't know. Duper's over here doing Carpe Diem. Shia, 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 so, Shia LaBeouf? Is it Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Where he does the, the thing. Do it. Do it now. Yeah. Just do it already. I need you to insert that clip while Duper's talking about that. Okay. Thanks for That's describing fair. it, too. That's a good so way to end this, guys. Thank yep. you. Okay, bye. <laughs> we're ending it with Shia LaBeouf, I guess. No, Shia no, no. You know we should end it with? You guys ever heard? about the whole reincarnation theory where because you know how people see the light at the end of the tunnel there right yes when you're, when you're starting to die you see the light not everybody though but not everyone gets reincarnated right well it depends on the, the ones that do thousand of them the light that you see at the end of that tunnel is actually you being reborn and it's the light that you see as you come out in the operating room hmm. i've heard that right theory. and but then you, but what, what if you're born at night there's still a light in the fucking room <laughs> in a cabin in the woods <laughs> That you probably didn't see the light. Okay. <laughs> There's always going to be a light, though. I what, mean, if actually, uh, nice, what if it's actually brain firing off its final synapses, and you're going to relive your life in the last seven minutes that your brain operates after you've or you were being reborn, inspired. Right, and that's why as we go through life, every now and then you might have a a, a thought where because you ever had oh, one the one past of those life theory? Yeah, the whole past life thing. Mm. What, 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 what the past life thing? What do you mean? You've then never it, had you're, you're, you've been reincarnated or your your soul existed yeah. in another body a hundred years ago. You know, for generations it's been something different. So there's people like, I don't know if you know this, but in a past life I was Abraham Lincoln. Like, yeah, you know, stupid. yeah, that shit's stupid. But you ever had like a, a moment where you're doing something and you just remember something that could have been a hundred years ago and you're like, What the fuck? So Carl Jung, he talks about like a collective consciousness, right? Um, and that's, that might be where that comes from. Or you can just say my theory is outstanding and not a theory at all. Lee, you're, you're, <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. I bro. know it is. I know. <laughs> so, hey, Lee, where can they find more awesome theories from you in this podcast? That's a good question. Info. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> uh, gotta do everything around here. Uh, Greg, if you want to email us uh, at any time and, and post your theories or questions or ever want to mess with us, it's info at takewarningnetwork.com, isn't it? Info at takewarning.network, yes. And then Wait, yeah, oh, info, I said dot com, didn't I? Damn it, dude, I was doing good. Network, info yeah. at takewarning.network. And um, yeah, and I actually monitor the emails. So unlike these guys, and also you can feel free to comment on the shorts that I'm going to create from this and let us know your thoughts on that too. Um, Like, love us, subscribe us, comment. Love you all. Thank you. Instagram. That's one. Yeah. 
Thanks for taking the time to embellish our huge egos and make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment everywhere you can. It gets your mom hotter than an Alabama sister swap. Email us at info at takewarning.network anytime. Titties.